Welcome to Animation in Progress, the Devils, Angels, and Dating podcast. This is a CG animated short musical created with the talents of an online community of artists from around the world. In this podcast, director Michael Kaywood talks to two Full Sail University graduates who have both joined the team. First up will be modeler Chris Culverwell. Then he talks to Bobby West, who's been doing lighting. Finally, Michael gives us a status update of the film, along with some new story elements. Enjoy the podcast! I'm here with uh, Chris Culverwell. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yes, you are. Right, and um, he's kind of joined the project a little while ago, uh, sort of as a CGI generalist, would you like to expand on that perhaps a little? Uh, yeah, um, I, I specify in hard surface modeling, but when I, when I first kind of got into the industry and started studying all this stuff, I really couldn't, I really had a lot of trouble narrowing down what specific area I wanted to specialize in, so I kind of did modeling, but I'm just, I'm just so thrilled to be a part of it and to be doing it. I could probably be easily talked into doing any part of the pipeline. Oh, but. cool, cool. It's, <laughs> it's always useful, but I have to admit, I'm, what what often happens is that um, we get people that come on board, and at first they're just like, oh, super excited about it, yeah. and then they say, oh, I can do all these different things, and I'll do anything to be involved. Uh, the trick is to uh, figure out what people want to specialize in, and then give them the opportunity to do exactly that otherwise yeah. they lose interest for the down the line sort of thing and that's no good to anyone um so how did you find out about the project uh just i think i it's been a while but i think i just kind of came across it when i was just doing my my daily job search and just project search because you know I'm, I'm constantly looking for projects to get involved with or job opportunities so mm. I, I honestly don't remember exactly how i found it but you know, i found it I know what that one's like. Yeah, I've gone through periods myself where you're just, you subscribe to every single forum and every job board there is and you trawl through things and then somebody later says, where did you find out about it? And it's like, I haven't a clue. <laughs> I can't remember now. <laughs> Too many sources. Yeah, it's exactly what it's like, but I, I don't know. I've been, I've been posting stuff about it and, you know, sharing the, the link to the website a lot lately. So hopefully oh, other cool. people. I introduced Bobby to it. I'm like, hey, you got to check this out and get involved in this too. <laughs> That's great. I want everyone to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, definitely. My mom visits the site regularly. <laughs> your mom? My mom. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> so, I, I guess, have you ever been involved in making a short animated film before? Not one of this caliber. I mean, I've done student, student projects, but nothing uh, with a large team like this. Nothing where I've, you know, had to directly answer to a director it's all been teachers making suggestions, but never anything like this. Oh, okay. So did they um, at university have any collaborative projects of any sort? Oh, yeah. We had a bunch of collaborative student projects, but nothing nothing big. Uh, the way Full Sail works is you, we actually get our, our bachelor's degree in 21 months. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're in and out of there. And, you know, we're in school for uh, eight, to, eight to 10 hours a day mm -hmm. doing work. So 
one class that's you know typically a semester long is is only one month long so the projects go by very quickly wow it's a quick turnaround yes it is <laughs> how many students do they take in like how many per year when my my first class we had about 50 students so well, you're probably seeing around maybe 40 to 50 graduates in just the computer animation field every month mm, crikey <laughs> <laughs> uh, when i was at uni i think we had uh, 20 to 25 in our year, and we had three years. But, it, you know, you were there for three years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, crikey. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, it means that there's a lot of competition. Because I know. A lot of people <laughs> coming through. And the, actually, this is the other thing. Is, um, when I first look, started mm -hmm. looking for courses, there were a grand total of seven vaguely animation-related courses in all of England. Um, but, but I think by the time I finished, there was 70. So wow. uh, in the three-year period, that you know, there's 10 times more courses. And that's the same can be applied across the U.S. as well. So it's uh, kind of scary how much competition there is out there now. Yeah, the industry is just, it's booming. It's like crazy. It's crazy. Mm. All, the people, all the work that comes out and all the talented people that are involved in the industry that are just now graduating. Mm. Mm. So uh, what interested you about the project? I mean, what, when you first got involved, what were you thinking that you were going to get out of it? I was interested in the whole modeling aspect, but more importantly, I, I, I love the, the, uh, working as a team with people, just being able to bounce ideas off other artists, other like-minded artists. So I was really, really excited about that. Um, also, you know, having watched the animatic, I, I was interested in the story and the character development and everything. Okay. So... It's just I don't know, you know. I, I love that. I love those kind of movies, and I would I've, I would love to contribute to a short something like that. I've always wanted to, so I kind of saw it as an opportunity to to really do something casually for fun, you know, network and have a good time with it. Cool. What do you think of the story and the characters? And if you were going to sit there and analyze that animatic, what what was uh, your first thoughts and things? Uh, Cupid's a jerk. Yay! That's what it's supposed <laughs> to be. <laughs> Cupid's a jerk. I feel terrible for death. Not death, uh, the devil, which it's weird. It's kind of weird feeling bad for the devil. Yeah. Death is hot. Cool. You know? <laughs> it's, 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 it's interesting. It's a very, it's a very, it's, it's a take, a take on something that, you know, that is never, I've never seen before, you know, with those three individuals sitting around trying to play matchmaker. So mm. I, I, it's it's original. It's very original and it's very interesting characters. I thought. Yeah, I was glad to hear that. I mean, um, I uh, tinkered with it for a long time trying to work out what was going to work and what wasn't. And even to this day, I'm still playing around with the animatic, trying to get it to work better and better. So if anyone out there wants to rip the film apart, please do. Um, <laughs> the animatics are all out there. They're all over YouTube and uh, on our website. So just go in there and rip it to pieces because we want to have it as robust as possible before we start doing animation because strictly speaking once we start doing animation we don't really want to be messing with the story too much <laughs> so um, do you want to just outline for us what you've done for the film so far yeah um, so far I have modeled and textured some gravestones that are going to be you know strewn throughout the environment mm. uh, I've also been contributing to one of the, the main characters Cupid uh, as far as tidying up his model and uh, uvening and texturing him. So, so far, 
Yeah, I mean, you know, that's actually been quite a tricky one. Um, both those tasks were one tasks that other people have started off first, and it's not always the most glamorous things to pick up from where someone else has left off and do a good, good job finishing them off. But um, Chris has done a great job finishing off uh, all the gravestones, so we've had or we have a selection of gravestones now. Um, and uh, now he's working on Cupid, and he's done a great job with the hair all around the back, which was something that we actually had a bit of trouble trying to get a few different people to to figure out how to do exactly. But it's yeah, almost that, done now. That, that was my first. That was my first time doing like a cartoony character. So it was really tricky dealing with the transition from like the two D drawings where you have like um, the silhouettes of the tufts and stuff on the side when he's turning around. Now just trying to understand how they look when you're looking directly at the character. That was. Uh, that was a beast. I didn't understand how to handle that at first, but just luckily your notes and you know just playing with it kind of, mm. I think got it, took it there. Mm. I think um, if I who was it that was working on it just before you did? Was it Arthur? I can't remember now. I I think so. I could be wrong. I know <laughs> Arthur Baranoff has um, done quite a lot of uh, some of the best modeling we've done on some of the characters and things. We've had lots of good character modelers come through but he's he did most of the work on death uh before his candor kind of took over and polished him up a bit um yeah. and he's he did the hair for devil and he actually did the first pass of cupid but he did it before the character design was finished so it kind of looked completely no. different um if, I you saw go, if you go yeah. way back in the timeline and look at the earliest pictures of a model of <laughs> cupid it's like ooh. Oh, that looks a bit nasty. Um, but um, we, we got that all sorted out. And actually, uh, quite a lot of modelers have, had, um, have dabbled in working on um, Cupid. I'd have to go back through the forums to figure out who they all were, and I will at one point or another. But um, Chris is doing a great job of finishing it off, and I think we're at the tipping point. We're almost there. Yeah. <laughs> I've been you being him lately, so hopefully. Yeah, that's cool. That's, um, once that's done, we'll be able to uh, start the rigging process on him. Um, so, what kind of stuff that other people have done has interested you? Uh, what's caught your eye? A lot of stuff. Um, the 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 sphere in the middle. I thought the renders on that looked fantastic. How you guys set up the clouds was really cool. I mean, this is all stuff I'm I'm gonna study. You know, if ever I need clouds or something, because it's just it's just so brilliantly done. Um, of course, the modeling and the lighting. I just I really enjoy looking at everybody else's work and. I mean, I check out I check out the forums frequently, and just to kind of see what people are posting, if they're running into any kind of issues, and it just I I really enjoy kind of looking at every part of the process. Like I said, you know, even though I, I specialize in modeling, I really enjoy every aspect of the pipeline of making this thing, of making any kind of finalized product. Mm. Yeah, that's part of the appeal of uh, how we're doing things is that we kind of know that anyone can see what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Of course, you have to have a PC mouth the whole time you're writing, but <laughs> apart from that. <laughs> uh, so what's challenged you the most so far? It, it's, I've been doing a lot of experimenting with new workflows and new techniques to try to you know, better my skill and try to improve my workflow. Uh, so a lot of with the gravestones, you know, I was experimenting with making displacement maps and taking it through ZBrush, uh, which I have not really had much experience in until now. So that was interesting, and like again with with Cupid's beard, that was driving me crazy because I just couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't feel that it looked right because again the transition from 2D to 3D is so so difficult, and it's so it's not as easy as you would think to get that look that you really that you think you need, mm. but I, 
just those two things were um, in particular were, were were beast. They were driving me crazy, but yeah, you see, you know, I think it's, I, it's so easy to cheat in two D and just scribble. There you go. There's some tufts of hair, sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, and it looks good when he's you know when it's a profile shot, but as soon as he's looking at you, now you see that it doesn't look that good, and it's kind of it's got to work both ways. Mm. Um, how do you keep yourself motivated? My wife yells at me and hits me. Basically, ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 very tricky being that I'm a, I'm a graduate and I haven't found any kind of employment yet. But I just kind of I just got to I, I paid a lot of money to to go to school for this stuff. And I'm not about to to let it go to waste. You know, I really want to be in this industry. So and I really want to contribute to this project after I've, I've already spent a lot of time working on it and I want to mm-hmm. keep doing it. But it's just keeping myself, keeping my skills up to date and keeping them fresh. You know, it's mm-hmm. all I can. That's my motivation. How long has it been since you graduated? Uh, six months, I think, five or six months. Okay, so. not doing too bad then. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, some people. That's what I hear, but I'm just keeping my just keeping a positive look and just keeping things going, I guess. Well, this is a great start for getting stuff in your portfolio and building up networking and everything. Uh, we just started a group on LinkedIn actually the other day, so that um, the team members can start uh, networking with recruiters and things like that. Yeah. I yeah, I joined it. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was like a oh, little light went off in my head the other day. Why haven't I done this before? <laughs> yeah. What what kind of stuff are you looking forward to the most? Oh, um, animating. Actually, I love to animate. All right. Too. Again, the only thing I don't like doing is rigging, I or scripting. You know, if I can avoid that, but I just I don't know any way that I can contribute. I've I've done it all mm-hmm. and through school, and I enjoy it all. I mean, I, it took me, it was a very hard decision for me to specialize in, in modeling mm. because I, I really legitimately enjoy doing everything. Mm. It is so tricky, actually. Yeah, I've got some, <laughs> some friends of mine who um, went back to uni and studied again, and um, they got to this path where they were just like, you have to choose whether you want to be a modeler or an animator or a rigger or something <laughs> else. And he was calling me up for advice, and I was like, well, if you want a job, be a rigger. <laughs> that was that's my mistake yeah, there we go there you go because it's like from the top down that everyone wants to be an animator after that everyone wants, wants to be a modeler and then then you get all the jobs where it's actually easy to get those jobs um but no one wants to be them sort of thing um but you know if you was if people were making their decisions right now then top tip is be a rigger be, and be a good one and you won't be out of employment <laughs> Uh, modelers do better than animators. Animators, we just work for, well, peanuts, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> so h- how do you feel about the whole collaborative team forum thing? It's awesome. I I, I love being able to go in and, and look at everybody else's work and put in my two cents, and I like hearing everybody else's. I mean, it's it's even nice, you know, when some people come by and they're just like, that looks great, you know, even if no constructive criticism or anything, but it's just the fact that they're just kind of there and supportive, and it's, mm. it's awesome. Uh, is there anything you can think of to improve upon it? Oh man, I don't know. That, I'm constantly that. evolving the thing, trying to trying to figure out little things, and then going, "Oh, this is an idea. Why don't I do this?" Some things work, some things don't. Um, really, I don't know. We got that that sweet little uh, chat in the bottom right corner that nobody ever uses. Mm. <laughs> Other than that, I don't. I don't we got our Facebook page. We got our LinkedIn. I mean, I don't know. I think it's. I think it's. It's awesome. If only we just kind of put it out there a bit more, so more people are aware of it and checking out for updates. But 
I mean, once this podcast is up, of course, I'll make another mention of it on Facebook. Cool. Okay. Well, if you have any more ideas or if anyone else does have any ideas about how to improve on the site, just please let me know because uh, I'm constantly trying to figure out what's working and what, what doesn't. I try things out from time to time and some of them work and some of them don't. Um, the chat thing it's kind of been there for a while and I think if anything the most useful thing it does for me is it tells me who's looking at it at the moment yeah. <laughs> I very rarely actually use it to chat to people because mm -hmm. you don't notice it it's sort of very subtle it flashes at you a bit but you don't yeah. notice it so well, I've hardly ever actually used it to chat to people but it has its uses yeah I, I sometimes I'll leave I'll have the website up like in the background while I'm working, so it looks like I'm sitting on there just looking at the website all day. Yeah, I um, think a, a, an awful lot of people do that actually. They, they've just got it sat in the background while they're working on something, and so um, it, it looks like they're on the website when they're not really. So if you try and say, hello, are you there? Yeah. You get no response. <laughs> <laughs> what other projects are you working on at the moment then? Well, I've worked on a bunch of environments for myself. Um, I've recently taken on some pre-visualization uh, pre projects mm -hmm. with some friends. But aside from uh, that that project and this project, just these two really, and those are the two things I'm really doing right now. I, 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 I'm the kind of person that without a team or without somebody to you know keep me in check, I, I will probably start 40 projects and maybe work like two hours on each of them and then more, move on to 40 more. Mm. So it's 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 not trying to limit myself to this one and maybe one other one on the side so that I can kind of keep focused on doing work for you guys and keep work keep on my own projects as well. Mm, no, that's a good strategy because I know a lot of people who um, splinter themselves too much. They lose interest too quickly on um, something they've started, and if they don't follow through on it, they've got nothing to show for it. And it, yeah. it's it's even worse if they don't keep what they work on. I know somebody who's very infuriating. He does these amazing drawings and then he loses interest in it or he doesn't like what he does. He screws it up and chucks it in the bin. And so his entire career is in the bin and he's got no evidence to show for it. And each time he's gone for a job, he said, uh, Mike, I've got nothing to show. <laughs> and it's like the only person who knows all the things he's ever done is, is me. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, well, you're going to get yourself into the position where the only person who can hire you is me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, Chris, uh, where can people find your work? Uh, my portfolio is online. It is www.digitalapparitions.com. Um, cool name. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I, I was trying to be original, and I was trying to confuse people, apparently, when I direct them to my website. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, my portfolio is on there, uh, my demo reel. Yeah, you know, just some examples of my 2D illustration work and animation and modeling and stuff. So, cool. Well, thank you very much for chatting with us. I uh, I guess we'll wrap it up there. All right. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Okay. So I'm uh, I'm here with uh, Bobby West who's been doing a little bit of lighting for us, amongst other things. How's it going, guys? <laughs> First of all, how did you find out about the project? Um, my friend, uh, Chris Culverwell, he found it, and he was doing the gravestones. And, oh, you yeah, know, that's right, yeah. He, he mentioned it to me, and I thought that was a great idea, you know, doing a community short film like this. I thought the concept was good. 
and I, you know, just sent my stuff to you and had you look at it, and you said, yeah, we'd like to have you. So, yeah, well, we've had some, um, Bobby doing a, a loading up a few assets and um, trying to set up lights and stuff like that. We're sort of bouncing things around at the moment when we've just had a little session trying to figure out what the best methods are for lighting the characters. What what was it about the project that caught your eye? What was the most interesting thing you saw when you were lo first looking at it? The art style was what got me. The, the characters were awesome. I mean, the stylization on them was really good. I, I just thought the whole concept was a good idea, and you know it was a good chance to work with some really creative and talented people. So, <laughs> <laughs> what? No, what, what the audience can't see there is me grinning. <laughs> yes. So what has challenged you the most so far? And you can talk about anything at this point, from mm. not just the work, but the way we are doing the job, the tasks as well, and the collaboration. And what, what, what's your biggest challenge so far? Probably trying to get everybody to understand everything. I mean, like we were talking about earlier, some stuff that we're doing, people don't know about, and, and vice versa from all the other ends of everything. So, you know, mentioning something and one person doesn't get it or one person has a different idea about what that should be, um, that that's why I think is, you know, doing chats like this is helpful to get everybody up to speed or on the same page because, you know, things are defined differently. So you say one thing, I say another, somebody else says something else, and they all could be right. It just depends on which one we need. So Yeah, I was having this conversation actually with the musicians just the other day. Everyone comes from a different background, so we all exactly. kind of speak a different language. and. Mm -hmm. No matter how well you write it down, you still kind of need to bridge those gaps. Yeah. And um, yeah. so I, I do as many of these videos and things as I can just to sort of uh, help people out. I mean, especially when I was doing the uh, rigging critiques and stuff like that, I, th I think I'm writing what I need to write. But <laughs> if you do the video, it just sort of fills in those gaps and people go, oh, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah and, and when you're face-to-face -face with somebody or, or just, you know, voice-to-voice, -voice, it, it helps so much to be able to say, okay, what's this? okay, that, that makes sense, what's this, okay, that makes sense, or what do, you, what do you want from the project, or, you know, whatever. I think it just helps a great deal to be, you know, actually talking to someone in person or over mm. the Internet. Yeah. <laughs> I could tell you some funny stories about uh, other people working blind, but I'll leave that for another time. Um, yeah, different, different conversation. <laughs> uh, what are you looking forward to the most on the project, then? Uh, really just to see what everything looks like, come, like, you know, when it comes together. All the work so far has been great, and just to see, you know, animation on the characters, with the rigs, with the lights, with the effects, with the story, with the music, you know. I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how the end product looks. I'm sure it's going to look great, but, you know, I, I, hopefully it'll be better than anything I expected, and I expected <laughs> it to be good, so I'm, I'm, I'm really hopeful. And... I really just want to see, you know, when the characters start moving, and I think it's going to be really special. Cool. What other projects have you been working on then? Can you tell us anything about them? Yeah, um, like I, I mentioned earlier, I'm putting together a cinematic lighting reel with just animations from, you know, students at school or colleagues or friends that I graduated with, and it's just going to be, you know, lighting for animation with, you know, moving characters, moving cameras. Um, I haven't seen that done before, and you know I'm still looking to find a, a lighting, you know, a stable lighting job somewhere. So I think that will be beneficial. When I was still in school, I did a project uh, with NASA. It was a uh, real-time cool. strategy game concept. It was just a you know proof of concept for what they wanted. So that mm -hmm. was fun. I got to do that with, a, with Chris worked on that as well. Chris Calverwell. Oh right, okay. Um, so yeah, we've been we've been working together for a while, me and him, and those are probably the two main projects that have really you know, been big things.
Right, well, I, I guess one of the things to do then is uh, wrap up by saying, um, where can people find your work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can. You guys are more than welcome to find me on Facebook. Uh, I think it's Robert West on Facebook or, or Bobby West. Um, and uh, my website is robertwest3d.com. That's got my reel and my portfolio up there and all my contact information is there as well. So you guys are more than welcome to find me any way you can. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, I have a portfolio on CG Talk, and I post there regularly too. So whatever way you guys want to get a hold of me for anything, more than welcome to. Cool. So uh, you're doing an internship at the moment. When does that finish? Um, yep, I'm interning at Full Sail University where I graduated. Uh, that is going to be done the end of October. So I'll be out of Orlando uh, in early November and go back up to New York where I'm from originally. Cool. So employers out there, uh, be looking for him to. Put <laughs> yes. Out yes. <laughs> I'm on the market and available. <laughs> okay. I'll, we'll wrap it up there then. Thank you very much, then, Bobby. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Hi. Uh, time for a uh, quick update. So basically everything has been going really, really well, very well, actually. Um, we had some new interest from various sound people. Um, so I'm, I'm currently talking to uh, new sound effects people and new music people. And I'll be having a meeting with uh, an old friend of mine uh, tomorrow, actually, about uh, how to pull it all together and put a bit more organization into the sound side of things. Um, we've had quite a few new props put together um, so uh, we've got a, a cup and straw for one particular gag shot that's all been modeled and rigged and the halo for Cupid and um, we've also had uh, death's wings made this is for a special effects scene um, similarly we're going to do put together something for Cupid uh, along the same lines for his special effects sequence as well um, we're still looking uh, for concept artists uh, you might find this strange at this stage in the production but the interesting thing is that what I'm really keen to do is have a unique look to the special effects so if there are any concept artists out there that would like to paint some scenes and get a little bit imaginative with the special effects we'd love to see some art that gives us new ideas about that in fact that's it's that kind of concept art that inspired the wings in the first place because I was trying to stop it from being just simple particles and beams and things so um, concept artists please feel free to get in touch with us uh, you'll be interested to hear that uh, the project has I wouldn't say officially started on animation but it kinda has <laughs> um, the demon hand rig was ready uh, a little while back so we assigned four shots and it's kind of a, a starting point for the animation phase in some ways these four people are actually it's five people are uh, the guinea pigs for the animation process and how we're going to get the pipeline built up. Um, so they've been invited to a special file sharing folder and um, they've been given their assignments and we've started new threads for each of them and we'll see how that plays out and um, what, kind, what things work and what don't and how well those uh, five people go. When I say five, it's four shots, but one of the shot is being handled by two animators because we have a CG element to it and a 2D element, and we actually have a really, really good 2D animator who's taking a look at that side of things. Then I guess that leads us to one of the most interesting things we've come to recently is uh, the almost completion 
of uh, two of our characters being rigged. Devil is pretty much done now. Uh, he just needs to have his facial setup, or his brother is uh, facial library put together. I've made a start on it, but um, need to spend a bit more time on that. Unless anyone else would like to do that, because actually it'll take a while to put together a decent library for all three characters. Uh, funny thing is, though, you can kind of do one character's facial setup, and then those poses work on all three characters, and all you really have to do is apply them to another character, tweak it a bit to make it fit that character, and take a new snapshot picture with that particular character and put it in the library. Anyway, these uh, library of facial expressions will be available to all the animators through our shared file system, so we'll all be able to build up um, this system. Anyway, Devil's kind of done, and um, Death is not far off. I think I've got about three notes left on my um, sheet ready to fix on her, and then she'll be done, and uh, she'll be in the same state as Devil. Right, and uh, then the only thing left, really, is I'm currently working on some new story points for the animatics, so I've already started adding some new shots, and I just need to spend a bit more time with that. Uh, the general gist of it is that basically I was kind of thinking about the story, and it occurred to me that Devil's decision at the end, where he has to choose between firing his wand to save the girl and not firing the wand, isn't really a very strong choice, because the only reason it was even a difficult decision for him was because he'd been a meek character up to that point, but that will only work really, really well if the performances are absolutely amazing. So I decided what to do to make it a really important decision for the character was to build in a new layer to that decision. So to do that, what I've done is I've inserted a couple of extra shots earlier in the animatic um, that show his connection to the Peeps characters in the holographic sphere. It's been building up that anyway. I've added a few extra shots already before to show his sympathy for those characters. But after he hurts them for the first time, we're going to see a very definitive shot where we see a little couple of Peeps split up and the baby is left on its own. And he, you see his reaction to that. And then you see Death's reaction to seeing him react to that. So we get all of those things built up nice and strong. Actually, the first thing that happens is that Cupid will steal Death's wand from Death um, before he attacks Death, and then he Cupid fires his weapon at Death and starts to try and take her whilst he holds on to Death's wand. Then when Devil is thinking about whether to save her or not, Cupid realises that there's a chance he might save her and uses Death's wand to raise the sphere up in between Devil and the other characters, so that there is an additional obstacle to Devil. So in other words, Devil will have to make the decision between saving the girl and hurting the peeps again, or not saving the girl. So the consequences of his action become that much bigger, and ultimately when we tip the scale and we, let, we make it look like uh, Death is just about to get pulled away from the seat, that's when Devil will make the decision to save her, and in doing so, he will be hurting the peeps again. So, obviously, with that set up, we have to then do justice to those peeps at the end, and I'm going to change the ending a little bit. So, with all of those story changes, it's not going to add a lot of screen time to it, but it might well add another 10, 20 seconds, possibly, to the um, battle scene at the end. 
which fortunately hasn't been worked on too closely by anybody at the moment, so um, I shall be adding those things in the next week or so. Everything in the project's going really well. We're getting a lot of new people every day. Thanks for listening to the podcast, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Devils, Angels, and Dating podcast. If you would like to learn more about Devils, Angels, and Dating or would like to become involved in the project, please visit the website at devilsangelsanddating.com. Until next time.